Hey, this is Pastor Rachel from The Gathering Place, and I'm inviting you to grab a cup of coffee. Sit down, let's chat a while. At The Gathering Place, we are so excited to dive deep into the Word of God and just get into the Scriptures. Aren't you excited to do that? And it's always nice when you have your favorite beverage right in front of you. In my case, it is a cup of coffee. Now, I am not a straight black coffee drinker. I do have to have some creamer in there. Uh, Not too much, no sugar, just a little bit of cream. But I tell you what, I love me a cup of coffee alongside some word of God. And so I hope that you will stop uh, what you're doing, take a moment, and let's just talk about discernment. Now, discernment is a very, very interesting word. Um, A lot of people say, well, it's a word that is not generally used in uh, other contexts. It's used normally in uh, the Christian faith or the Christian walk. And so when you come to church, you're going to hear a great deal about discernment. And what does that exactly mean? Well, let's talk about it. Discernment uh, means to understand or know something through the power of the Spirit. And so we're going to dive deep into this word discernment. And we're going to learn as followers of Christ, we are to learn to discern truth from falsehood. Can you remember a time when you had to discern truth from a lie? I mean, when you really had to stop and truly know, was this a lie or were they telling the truth? That is exercising discernment. Let's go to the scriptures. We're going to look uh, at 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through 11. And the scripture tells me this way. I'm reading from the CSB today. And it says, a demonstration of the spirit is given to each person to produce what is beneficial. To one is given a message of wisdom through the spirit. To another, a message of knowledge by the same spirit. To another, faith by the same spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the one spirit. To another, the performing of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits. To another, different kinds of languages. To another, interpretation of languages. But one in the same spirit is active in all these, distributing to each person as he wills. Paul describes to us what discernment is all about. Discernment or distinguishing between spirits is a God-given ability to see and judge issues at their very source. And we do this through the lens of spiritual truth. You know, the gift of discernment not only recognizes truth from lies, but it also recognizes the spiritual forces at work behind these issues. I don't know about you, but I see that a lot happening in our day-to-day. Now that we have access to social media, and I say that as an old person already, right? Now that we have access to social media, but it's the truth. We have all of this at our fingertips, and it's hard to keep up with all the information and misinformation. It's difficult enough, right, to just try to tell a truth from a lie. But when you get into spiritual things, it's even harder still of your own volition to try to discern what's right and what's spiritually true, and what's, what's godly, and what just appears to be so. Have you ever um, had a moment where you tasted uh, sugar instead of salt, or salt instead of sugar? We uh, owned a small coffee shop and, and baked uh, items fresh every single day. And when you're in the kitchen and you're about doing your business and all this stuff and trying to get everything prepared for the next day, sometimes you tend to just grab the first thing that looks 
like the ingredient that you need. In that case, a lot of times you've, you, you know that in pastries and baked goods, we always use plenty of sugar and granulated white sugar at that. But salt, it looks a whole lot like sugar. And sometimes we would get a hold of something, we would just be in a hurry, and it happened more than once and to more than one person where you would grab a hold of the salt and put the salt in instead of the sugar. And by the time the product came out, you would like, what is going on with this? It didn't quite bake the way it should. And then you tasted it and oh my gosh, it was the worst thing ever because you put so much salt and not sugar, but to the naked eye. And if you were in a hurry, you could just, I mean, you, you couldn't tell the difference between the salt and the sugar. Now, when we do that and we say that in the, in the, in the natural sense, imagine in the, in the spiritual sense, this day and age, we see a lot of things that appear to be godly. They appear to be good things. But behind all of that, there's something that is detrimental to our spirit or to our walk in in the Christian faith. And so we have to be very careful and we have to be very discerning. Remember that discernment distinguishes between spirits and it's a God-given ability. And we have to pray to God that he will give us that ability to be able to judge issues at their very source, but to do it through the lens of a spiritual truth. You know, above everything, there are certain ways that we can learn to distinguish spiritual truths from things that just seem like good things. Now, I'm not saying that everything has to has to have its own spiritual spin on it. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that you have to learn that uh, we have so many people that say, you know, God says or God did or he revealed this to me and he revealed that to me. And we have to be very discerning in those moments because at first listen, we think, you know what? That sounds great. Of course, God told you that. And we begin to follow that person. But what does the scripture tells us? It tells us that by their fruits, they will be known. And so it's very important for you and me to ask the Holy Spirit to give us that discernment, to be able to distinguish, to be able to discern between what's right and what just seems right. This is more than just knowing a lie from the truth. We should all be able to do that. And if you don't know how to do that, you should practice, 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 and exercise that ability. But this is more talking about how we sometimes connect with accounts or we connect with people or we hear things or we hear uh, even sermons or podcasts or messages that sometimes seem like everything is on the up and up. But in diving a little deeper in, what are we going to find? Are we going to find fruit of the spirit? Are we going to find things that we can take to the scripture and really prove through scripture that they are correct, that they are accurate? That is one of the things that we preach a lot at the gathering place. We say, get your Bibles out. I don't want you to just listen to me and think that I have all the answers because I do not. And I want you to follow along in the scriptures right along with me. Why? Because this is so important for your own spiritual growth and maturity. I'm a a person that says this all the time, right? It's that old adage that says, teach a man or, or give a man a fish. He eats for a day teach a man to fish, he'll eat for the rest of his life. If you listen to any of our sermons, you've heard that we say that over and over and over again. Why? Because it's very important for you to learn to stand on your own two feet and stand on the faith. Solidify your belief in God. Make it solid. Build on a firm foundation. 
How are we going to do that? We're going to do that by following three very important steps. And these things we can apply to our life on a daily. Discernment will require some intentionality. And I'm going to tell you, it's going to, it's going to require some discipline on your side. Any one of us can become more discerning. Now, not all of us were giving, were given the gift of discernment. That's, sometimes that's just a, a specific to some people. They have that gifting and they are able to do it quickly. And the spirit has empowered them to be able to do that. And it's given them that, you know, that gifting in their life and glory be to God for them. But for those of us who have to practice a little more and those of us who have to implement strategies into our life to be able to become more discerning, to some of us that perhaps haven't truly built a firm foundation. Maybe we're interested in the things of the Lord, but maybe we just don't know how to do it for ourselves just yet. I want to show you three things that we can do that'll, that'll increment that discernment in our life. Number one, learn to study scripture. The best way for you to discern the truth from something that is false is to not become so familiar with the lies that you can't even recognize the truth. How do we do that? You get into the word. You start reading the word of God for yourself. Get in there. You know what? I have so many people that come at me a, a lot of times and want to say, well, you know what? I heard this on, on TikTok. I heard this on YouTube. I heard this on um, Instagram. I heard this on Facebook. Okay, how about we go back to the scripture and we see if that's truly what it says. And then let's go back and maybe kind of look at the cultural context and maybe let's just read the chapter that's before and the verses that come after. How about we do that? It's work but it is going to grow you in discernment and you will become a Christian that knows how to discern truth from what is false. You know, one of the things that people do a lot, right? You, we see them. Uh, I don't know if you've ever gone to the, um, to the, to the store, uh, and they'll put your, your dollar bill, perhaps not a dollar bill, maybe a $20 bill or a $50 bill. You get them, give them a $50 bill and they'll either put it through a machine or they use a little marker and they just mark it to see if it's a counterfeit bill. Before they had all of that updated technology, what they used to do is they used to grab the bill and they used to hold it up to the light and you could see it to just to make sure with your eye, you had to train your eye to be able to see if it was a counterfeit bill or if it wasn't. Nowadays, it seems that everything is done so electronically and it's done just kind of a quick way to do it. And if the marker turns a certain color, then you know it's a counterfeit. If the machine tells you it's a counterfeit, well, then it's a counterfeit. And you just lose that training of your own eye to be able to discern between a fake bill and a real bill. They both look the same. Sometimes they even feel the same. But there's some distinguishing markings in there that will let you know whether it's a real bill or if it's a fake one. But if you just take the shortcut and you always just do just like, you know, they do at the, at the stores nowadays where they just mark the bill, you never train your eye to be able to discern that for yourself or to be able to determine whether that's a fake or a real bill. So that's exactly the way it is when we don't study scripture, when we don't get into the scripture and know it for ourselves. We never train ourselves. We never train our, our minds. We never train our hearts. We never train our, our, ourselves, our person to know what the scripture says. The only way that we're going to be able to discern the falsehoods is we're going to have to get into the scripture. Make it a practice. 
read something every single day. And I would recommend that you read a book in its entirety. Why don't you go and and read the first chapter? And if that's the only chapter that you read the whole week, that's okay. But get to know what type of book is this? Get to know what does it say in this first chapter? Maybe listen to it on your way to work, have it read to you. Maybe you, you listen to it before you go to bed, or perhaps you grab the Bible and while you're drinking your cup of coffee, you just read through that chapter. If it takes you a week to go through a chapter, so be it. But you're going to learn that chapter. and You're going to know what it says. And then when somebody comes and tries to explain that chapter to you, you can say, no, no, I, I've read that. Show me where you found that. And let's go to the scripture together. That is going to increase and increment your discernment in leaps and bounds. Number two, pray for discernment. Perhaps you don't have the spiritual gift of discernment, but that doesn't mean you can't ask God to make you more discerning, to increment that discernment in you. Make this part of your regular prayer life. Pray, pray, pray. God, help me to be more discerning. Help me to know what's the truth and what is not. And when you have a question, pray about it. Talk to God about it. Ask for guidance. Ask for the Holy Spirit to reveal his his truth to you. Then you won't be looking in every little corner to see if that, could this be the truth? Could that be the truth? No, you will know the truth. And what does the scripture say? And the truth will set you free. Because Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the way. He is the life. And I want you to know above everything that you can ask and pray for what you need. And God in his mercy and his loving kindness is apt to give it to you. Third and lastly, we can welcome the Holy Spirit into our lives. We can welcome this Holy Spirit and ask him to cultivate within us a greater discernment so we can recognize truth from lies and so we can recognize what looks good and what truly is good. These are things that we can ask the Holy Spirit to do for us. And you can welcome the Holy Spirit into your life. And when you ask and invite the Holy Spirit in, there's going to be things that you're just going to be led to do and things that you're going to be led to not do. And I'm not saying that this is all, you're going to have this big rule book that's going to fall on your laps. Absolutely not. You know, what is going to happen? Is all of a sudden the things that used to, that used to be your go-to for information, they just aren't your go-to anymore. Because you begin to grow in discernment and you begin to ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, guide me. Holy Spirit, lead me. Holy Spirit, direct me. And when you relinquish that control to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is able to work in and through you. And for what? To mature you as a Christian, to grow you as a leader, to help you to increase these things in your life and to implement these spiritual disciplines. I'm going to ask you today to just take a moment and pray and ask the Holy Spirit. Ask Jesus to come into your prayer, to to come into your um, study time. As you study scripture, Holy Spirit, we invite you into this prayer time, into this, um, in, into this Bible study time. And then ask for the things that you need. 
Sometimes we're so embarrassed to ask because we're, we feel confused or we feel like we don't know. And, and instead of asking, we're just like, Oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep on going about my day. I'm not even going to ask any questions. No. What do you always hear? The only stupid questions are the ones that you don't ask. Do you want to know? Do you want to get the answers for yourself? You should. I do. What do I have to do for that? I have to study scripture. I have to pray for discernment. I have to pray to God. And I have to welcome his Holy Spirit into my life, into my everyday dealings. And that discernment in our life will grow. And not just that, but we'll also be able to grow and know what our spiritual giftings are as well. Each and every one of us was called to minister. Each and every one of us was called to serve. That's what it means to minister. It just means to serve others. And it means to serve God. And serving God is serving others. And serving, serving others is serving God. And so we, when we ask the Holy Spirit to come into our ministry, when we ask the Holy Spirit to come into our day-to-day life, He will, but you got to ask for it and you got to welcome him in, into every aspect of your life. Not just the parts that you want him to be a part of, but every aspect of your life. Do you want to grow? Do you want to grow in discernment? Do you want to know what your spiritual gifting is? God is not hiding it from you. The Holy Spirit wants to reveal it to you. We simply have to make space to listen and to grow. I hope you'll do that this week. And I hope that you will apply this to your life. I hope that you will just take some time to study the scripture, to pray, and also to welcome the Holy Spirit. I know that you can do it, and you'll be all the better for it. God bless you guys, and thank you for joining us on today's uh, short podcast. We appreciate you always. And we invite you to come and join us at The Gathering Place. We're located at 701 South Pershing Avenue. We're inside the Centro Cristiano um, Church. And so you're going to see the Centro Cristiano there. Don't worry. The gathering place meets there too. We meet there at 9 o'clock in the morning on Sundays. We hope that you will come and join us and be a part of our, our community of believers that come together to worship together, to spend time in the scriptures together, and above everything, to just do life together. My friends, you're welcome at the gathering place. Thank you for joining us. God bless you. And until next time, goodbye.